Welcome to Own Wax Podcast, where we give you the verb, meaning the action. Today, it's a very special podcast. We're reviewing J. Cole's new album. I've got Mary Poppins here. Hello. And we have my father, Lynn's father as well, the one, the only, DJ Hardy. Hello. And then we have Lynn. Hey. So this is one of J. Cole's brand new efforts. Um... My personal opinion, it's a good album. I can honestly say that. I know Lynn always jokes all the time saying I can never say that something's a good album, but I actually think this is a pretty good album. It's very skeptical first. I've heard a couple of his songs, uh, False Prophets, which had a big thing going on. A lot of news media was talking about it and how they felt like um, he was talking about Kanye. He could have been talking about Jay-Z. Um, he could have been talking about anybody. But uh, true clarification, we do review. So, Mary Poppins, what did you feel about this album? What what stood out to you about this album? Um, I I, I like the sentimentality of, of the whole album. I can I can deal with uh, some of the vulnerability that he's he's putting out there on the album, and I think that's uh, the. The, the most distinguishing thing about this album is that, you know, it's not a thug album. What do you mean uh, th- What do you mean by thug album? What does that mean? Like, I mean, you know, most of the time you, you, you got people talking about, you know, women-minded drugs. People, yeah, women-minded drugs. drugs. Yeah. It's not really reflective. It's not really a reflective thing most of the time. That's a harsh word. Next you're going to be talking about is posse. Well, no, to me, his album sound like more of an outcast kind of ver- version of it. Lyrically, he's pretty dope, lyrically. Okay. But the music behind it sometimes, it sounds like um, you should be at a bar, not at a club or something. Maybe at a bar. Right. What do you think, Lynn? Like, how, how do you feel? Oh, well, I, I totally agree with Mary. Like, this album is, like, it's really anti-thug to me. Because uh, he may, like, mention, like, a lot the um, vulnerable mentalities, the whole thug mentality of how to be a hard exterior, right? And, you know, kill them before they kill you. But with this album, he's preaching the opposite, you know? Yeah, he's lyrically preaching lyrically. Yeah, like, he, he's asking you to be open, um, to feel things, and to, like, not live that life. Uh, and he even asked you to meditate. It's very anti-thug to me, which I like. And, like, I don't know, when I first heard this album, I was like, wow, this is really great. And then I started, like, hearing more uh, Nas comparisons. Um, and that, that was very used to me. Well, I know, I, I, I don't think Nas is such a great MC. I've always said that Nas, to me, he's oh, good. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he, he's good. Nas is good. But to me, Nas is not the pivotal of a, of, of a true... Uh, rap artist, you know? Lyrically, Nas is, but what it is is Nas is more deeper New York version of beats and stuff instead of... Well, it's it's not his beats at the bottom. It's it's an East Coast swing, too. 
it's not a South Swing or West Coast boogie or nothing like that. It's more of a East Coast Swing, like I say. Well, I know, like, like it, it didn't. The beats don't bother me about Nas. I know we're going completely off subject, but I mean, it's not off subject. I mean, like you know, they call the whole that, song that, Nas, what Nas down. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just feel like his storytelling ability. Is weak. Who's? We're Nas talking about Nas. I feel like J. Cole has good storytelling ability, but I don't think he has. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I don't think. I don't think. Okay. I don't think. Disagree with you on this. <laughs> no, I, I don't care what J. Cole thinks, but I kind of feel like that's why we're reviewing him. He's not gonna cry over this, but I feel like um, J. Cole has good storytelling ability. Mm. But I feel like his lyricism isn't to the same degree. He did a lot of like, I don't want to say fan service. He serviced his predecessors, the people that were before him, like Nas and everything. He used yeah. a lot of old lines that True. rappers have used before. True. And don't get me wrong, that's cool. But I don't want to really hear that. I want to hear you. I don't need, I think we're to the point now where you don't have to worry about letting Nas down. Nas is now your competition. You're no, no longer the stupid. him as two different categories, bar none. Now. But that's that's what that's yeah. what he's going after. He wants to be. Yeah, I can Nas. see the influences of Nas, but him and Nas is in two different uh, categories. Like you can't put J Cole with Jay Z, you know. Well, I disagree no, because I think well, it's, it's a generational thing, though. Because then but you, see, you got to understand, J Cole did a lot of ghost writing. For people, that's really you kind of feel like you're hearing some of the same stuff. No, I don't mean like like I'm hearing the same things. What I'm saying is I want him to be him. I want him to excel to another level. And I feel like he gave us some of the same thing from the last album to this album. It oh. just feels a little bit. It feels a little bit it's more the same polished. Thing. Would you say the it, same thing? It feels more polished. polished. It doesn't feel like this is something. It wasn't Kendrick. Kendrick went from Mad Kid, Mad City right. to dropping. How to Pimp a Butterfly. That's true evolution. Some yeah, people but see, to me, like Kendrick, he went more on the pop side instead of sticking to his roots. Now, that's the difference. Kendrick, he explored his fan base. J. Cole having expanded his fan base, like... Well, I feel like J. Cole You know, like still... Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is, like, worldwide, and Jay-Z, I mean, J. Cole is still East Coast ridden. Yeah, if anything, like I feel like Jay Cole took a step back. I mean, a lot yeah. of this album, like he I did what took a step back. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't expand yeah, like, his base. Like he before he had something like Crooked Smile. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But I, that was that was that's what I'm saying. But, 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 that was like a radio play though. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like he's had more popular songs before. This album is entirely hip hop. Like it feels like it belongs to hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. I say, it's like a bar dive. Yeah, like he should have been in a bar. Saying all this like at a speakeasy or right. something. Oh, like, like a speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no club yeah. track on here. I don't hear a club track on. No, it's now. not a club. Who's the one with two chains? It's not a club track. Though. That did that could be played at a club. That could be played at a club. What song? Uh, it's two. It's a, I, I forgot. It's one of he has with two chains. He, two chains on here. Yes, two chains is on here. Two chains on here. What, what song? What song? Oh, shoot, I don't remember. Like I said, it's more of yeah, a. What song? Two Chains is on there. No, he isn't. He's on. He might be on the deluxe version. Is this deluxe? There's no deluxe version. Yes, there's a deluxe version. There's no deluxe version. I'm thinking there's a deluxe version because I know I listened to it and there was Two Chains on. No, there's only one version of this album. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see. Okay, it looks like there's well, another one over here, but it's more like a Twister or Innocent. 
I think there's only one version of this album. Well, he has a song with Two Chains that's just brand new and just out. Okay. Oh, maybe it might be on Two Chains album. Then. Yeah, but it's not on this album. But it's more Jake Holder. But anyway, to whatever aspects of what I'm saying, I don't feel like J. Cole is pushing any boundaries. Yes, it's hip-hop, but it's hip-hop probably for the sake of hip-hop. I don't see anything that's just earth-shattering. But to move on from that, Mr. DJ Hardy, what do you feel like are some of the best points of this album? Like, what tracks would you say? Like, is this a listening thing that you would give to somebody, or what would you do? It depends on what kind of music they will be in the mix. Because if they into that smooth, jazzy, like, Mm, you know, in between there and stuff, yeah, it's a good album for you, but if you're looking for beats and club bangers and all that, you won't find that here. I'm saying, but would you turn, would you put this out, would you put the album on to somebody? Would you be like, hey, you guys in this list I would have to Cole. know. I would have to understand, I would have to know them first before I would say, hey, listen to the J. Cole, because you almost kind of, kind of have to like, like jazz to a certain point. You really so do. you don't think this would if you're a jazz, somebody? If, if you're a jazz lover, you probably would love it. But if you're looking for a banger or a club banger or fill up the dance floor, you won't find it. Right. Like the closest he gets on this song as a club banger is really um, um, Folding Clothes and um, Deja Vu. Like those are really like the closest two songs, especially Deja Vu. When he's like, because like the song is like taking place in a club, for part of it. When it's like you know your girl, your man's not here. Why are you looking away? Let me put my number on your cell phone. Like, like that's the most club ready song there is. Like, even then, it's not really a club song. Like uh, DJ Hardy's right when you say like this is more of a bar, um, bar uh, dive. Yeah, you know, a speakeasy. Yeah, and like I, and on that note too, like I. Wouldn't I would recommend this album to everybody who's like, well, I want to get into hip hop, but I don't like mainstream hip hop. Right. Uh, if you don't right. like that, then definitely there you this. go. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The mainstream hip hop. Yeah, y'all gets a lot of soul and introspection from this album, and that's like what I really appreciate about it. I like that. I feel like J. Cole isn't maybe trying to be you know the mainstream big rapper like he was. In his early career, he's not trying to be the next Jay Z or you know, uh, uh, Buster Rhymes. He's just um, a floor rider. He's just now want to be like more an artist guy and give back to his community. That's what I'm seeing in this album. It's very much. I, I'm gonna, Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. where I would grade it too, just like you said, baby. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, how are you feeling about this song, Voodoo? Like, what song stood out to you? It stood out to me. Yeah. Um, I like the intro from the Bell Toes. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm the one who chose uh, She's Mine, Part 1. Love that. Um, Changing Neighbors are pretty good. Uh, what else do I really like? I kind of like <coughs> Your Eyes Only-ish. Mm-hmm. I will say that you can listen to this album all the way through, which is a very difficult thing because I feel like now... It is? Huh? It is difficult for you? No, I'm not saying it's not. It's not difficult for me. I'm saying I find it very odd because... One of my biggest complaints when reviewing albums is is that you can't actually listen to the album. You know, it, it's really almost like a some playlist that somebody just threw together and just said, "Here you go." To me, this is structural. Um, it's definitely meant to be listened through all the way, but you can still break it into parts and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like this album is 
I think, I think with all the albums we reviewed, this one does have, like, maybe most structure. Because, like, there is an actual story going on here. And it didn't take me to, like, the last song until, like, I realized what it was. Because like, sometimes it says you, and then it says me. So it's song for two different right. perspectives. And it's only until the last song for your eyes only that you realize he's speaking from his friends, his dead friends, right. um, point of view on this album. For most of this album, if not all of it. But he's, like, talking about, um, you know, if you're hearing this song, I must be dead. Also, he's not dead, but he's, you know, talking from his friend's perspective. And to me, that gave this album another life. Like, oh, can I need to listen to it again to, like, understand what exactly the story was. Because up until that point, I wasn't sure what was going on. Like, season nine, part one, really confused me. I'm like, what is going on here? What, who is he talking about? And same thing for season nine, part two. I'm like, who is he talking about? Because he's alive. He's doing all this stuff. And at times, he'll be, like, saying... Um, I think on volumentality that, uh, you know, let, let no uh, nigga, you know, talk dirt on my name or, you know, say anything bad about me. And then later on, that same song, he'll be all like, about, be about peace and love and forgiveness. And uh, so I, I feel like this album kind of does require to listen to it all the way through. Like, that's the only way I can fully enjoy this album. I can't listen to, like, part of it. I listen to all of it to, like, really enjoy it. Yeah, it reminds me a lot uh, to Pippa Butterfly. You know, you have to listen to the whole album to understand what he's really talking about. And he, he requires you to do that. Yeah. It's a concept album. True, it's a concept album. Why well, you have to listen to the front to the end? And um, uh, especially at the end, you know, the, the end is, is just like, the you know, the track that uh, Kendrick Lamar had, you know, kind of had a dialogue with Tupac on it's like a fake dialogue with Tupac mm -hmm. especially in because um I felt like um he was talking to somebody who was dead or he was talking to somebody who would listen to it later on when they grew up and that, that's his daughter you know yeah he just had a newborn you know daughter come up yeah usually when you have a kid you kind of find your your self-awareness, what, what, you, what you're living for and what you would like to happen. It kind of gives you a different perspective on things. And it sounds like, kind of like, more like you said, what this album is about. Like he gonna live through a, a few things, went through a few things, so he actually gonna grow up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Definitely so. And like, I don't know, I know we listened to Charles Gambino's last album, but like, I thought a lot about that album while listening to this. And that's the same idea of like, you know, fatherhood and what exactly right. that means for you and how that changes these um, artists. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna change your perspective. Yeah, and uh, like they do it in different ways. Like Charles Gambino's version of this is very much more um, s sad and terrifying. They might lose theatrical a child. too. Yeah, it, yeah, it's different more theatrical. Uh, probably because like Charles Gambino hasn't like real the thug life J. Cole has. Um, while J. Cole is definitely more um, trying to look down his guard um, and guess maybe stay alive. Um, now, what, what amount do J. Cole has grown up since, like you say, he had a kid? He's grown up a little bit. He's become no longer this young man. Now he's a man now with responsibilities. So, that, like I said, changed your whole perspective. It's like, um, like he's going back doing a, a storytelling like when he grew up to where he is now. He's actually grown up, you know. It's a, the first album, like you say, it was banging and all that. 
but this is more of like a storytelling, like things he actually went through and what he's saying. He's more like rapping from the heart now instead of from the brain. Yeah. So now that we hit all these positive points, what do you feel like Mary Poppins is bad about this album? What would you take away to make this album better? Or what do you just hate about it? She's mine, part one. That's kind of a half-baked line about Excedrin. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because it has better than a bottle of Excedrin. That, that was a line. Yeah. yeah. That was like, like okay. <laughs> Yeah. Why did, he, why did he even talk about that? And I, I think this song is about his wife. Yeah, it is. It is kind of weird. That song's about, like, I found love. She gets me. Also, she gives the best head ever. <laughs> like, it's definitely, like, a weird, like, you know, side. Well, I mean, why do you think that's important to him, then? Yeah? <laughs> I, well, I mean, I mean you, you, nobody you wants personal, to... but you kind of... I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that might be what's keeping him there. That might be his sticking point, you know? Really? Pun included. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's fair for me. Uh, what did you not like about it, Lynn? What what uh what did I not like about it? Honestly, um nothing really. Like like I honestly just like nothing about this album. Um I honestly really like it. I think it's fun. I enjoy reading the lyrics to this album. Cause the lyrics are so have all these like weird metaphors and um illusions. I guess like sometimes he'll guess you know like missing N W A by accident where he's like, you know, um Money, you know, rules everything around me, which is cool. Cause like, I always like that phrase. Like, there's like a lot of these weird references on this album. So I, I like everything about it, really. Um, I, I don't. There's nothing I really just like. The only thing I think could be better though is that I'm not always sure when he's talking from his perspective, and when he's talking about his friend's perspective. Like sometimes, like is this is about J Cole's life now? Cause there's like a lot of similarities. You know, they both had a hard growing up. Only difference is uh, J. Cole got out of that life and his friend didn't. And I'm not always sure when it's J. Cole's story and when it's his friend's story. And I feel like that kind of hurts the narrative of this album. But otherwise, yeah. I'm happy with it. I mean, what about Folding Clothes? What do y'all think about that? Folding Clothes, that, that's, that song. I really like it. It kind of gave me like an Erica Badu feel back in the old days. But a lot of people don't like it for some reason. I don't kind of get it. Hey, it was um, alright. It was alright. I'm not, just, all right. I'm not just gonna down it, but it's alright. Uh, I think that might be the weakest point for me. I don't know. I can see that. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Weakest point to me was uh, the video. I mean, I'll be honest, the video was just kind of... For what? And, uh, for Your Eyes Only, uh, False Prophet. You know, it's a little movie thing for this. Oh, okay, I didn't, I've not seen it. Mm-hmm. I think it's on title, right? Exclusive? I don't believe in title. <laughs> okay. um, I believe in you. Uh, well, <laughs> I won't be. I won't be with them. They'll be out of business soon. Um, uh, now, <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see Tyler staying in business. What um, it is, Tyler, them is is looking out for the artists in the long run. There's something Tyler has got to some. It's got to grow on a lot of people because music is. Like I said, structurally changed. So what titles is, is it's like making sure the artists get your back end money. 
sometime and sometime it works and sometime it don't. So that's how that's how I feel about title it. It also depends on who you, what genre you're in and and who the artist is too. Cause if you don't have a lot of a large fan base, title hurts you. But if you have a very large fan base, it, it it can be helpful. That's true. We just don't have that many people that are at the tip top, which brings me to my next question. Do you guys feel like this is profitable? Do you feel like this album is going to soar the you know the media circuit and everything else? Or do you feel like it's just because it's just simply J. Cole? You got to be a J. Cole fan for it to do anything. If you're not going to be a J. Cole fan, this album is not going to expand your fan base. That's what right. I'm saying. Do you feel like this album could reach? Is, is it a reaching album? Is this accessible to the general public? That's why I was asking you before. I think so. Would you give it to I somebody? I don't think so. Why not? It, because I don't think so. If you're not a J. Cole fan, you're really not going to understand it. You have to be a J. Cole fan to even understand anything he's got going on on this album because, like I say, it's not it's not no headbanger. It's not no, ooh, man, I got to go buy this J. Cole album. It's nothing like that, man. Right. You know, you ain't got to go run to the store and say, oh, man, they out. No, they should have some. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, it should be some on the shelf. There's nothing that's gonna be. I better order some at J. Cole. No, if you made them order fifty copies of, wait till you sell them forty five of them before you order some more. Yeah. So definitely not album of the year. Definitely oh no! Not, oh no! I, I definitely just, not high hip hop album. I disagree completely. It's not album of the year for material. Yeah, I, I, I don't guess album of the year. Oh, I, should, I, should I think it might be, but I, I do feel like if you like hip hop, you'll enjoy this album. If you, if you, yeah, if, but if you, you have like, to be a J Cole fan. I don't get to be just a, a general, fan. just a general hip hop fan. They're I, not gonna love it. Because they're, they're there's gonna, no bangers on there. They're not gonna love it, but if you but if you really not during hip hop, if you're really into hip hop, you'll enjoy this album. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, it's yeah. a good chance of that now, but you ain't gonna win over no a whole lot of fans. I I don't know if it, I think he'll get some new fans from this album. I think he will. Uh, Lyrically, yeah, but yeah, I, and that's all it is. For selling out. No, if he was. I'm gonna just say this. I don't think Becky's gonna buy this. <laughs> I don't think Becky's gonna right. buy it. Right. Becky's not gonna buy Shawana. this. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, Shawana will now, but Becky definitely won't buy it. Yeah, but people who are. Because Becky has nothing to say, hey, play that first, or that's my jam. Yeah. It's not one road. Yeah, that's true. There's there's definitely no jams on here. You know, I don't I don't foresee anybody being like, Oh, that's my jam. Now if this came out in like the nineties where Nas was out and everything yeah, then he would have a then, then he would have something. But yeah. I really feel like I honestly feel like this album is gonna flop semi. It won't completely flop, but it's gonna flop a little bit. And it's just simply because it's a J. Cole. If this was somebody else, then it might get a little attention. I don't think he no, has a no, name to read, reading is gonna flop a little bit because rap is is evolution and music right now and it's not rappers have so many like I say either you're going to be a thuggish rapper or you're going to be a smooth rapper 
Are you gonna be a lovable rapper? You know, uh, a gangster rapper. Mm-hmm. So what's so, great? So that's what I'm saying. You have to find your lane and stay in your lane if that's what you're trying to do. I, I, I feel like it is. I feel like uh, J. Cole, to me, like, I, I, I do have to compare it to, like, Kendrick Lamar because, like, they're both, as, you know, all the critics like to compare them, the constant rock person today. And I feel like they're, I feel like they're both, like, fulfilling that need, but Kendrick's just doing it on a bigger stage. And yeah. J. Cole is doing it on a smaller stage. And, like, as right. a fan, just, like, hip hop in general, I would totally pay to see J. Cole. And I would totally pay to see him, him perform, like, Vaughn Mentality or, you know, From the Bell Tolls. Like, those are really good songs. Me, I would totally pay for that because, like, you keep in mind that's not you're not just playing for this album live, you're paying for all his other songs live. I, I think this will definitely help, like, expand him to a hardcore audience, which I think he needs. I, is I there really even still a hardcore audience? Is that, is, I, I think it's still a hardcore. I don't really, I don't believe it's still believe a hardcore it. because you, if you're a hardcore rapper, you're a gangster rapper, they they just living. Life, most of them aren't doing actually what they're talking about. Anyway. No, what I mean, like for a conscious rapper, is there really a, a, like a successful market? Kendrick had a successful market because he dropped Mad Kid, Mad City. I keep saying if he would have dropped How to Pimp a Butterfly first, he would have not been as famous as he is. I think Mad Kid, Mad City would have probably got well, jumped over. Well, see, it's like this. Kendrick <clears throat> is Kendrick is more of a him and J. Cole is not even in the same building. I put it like that. They're not even in a... Kendrick Lamar. That sounds like a, somebody else we know. Kendrick Lamar is in like a five <laughs> or six story building. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole's still on the first floor. Mm-hmm. See, that's the difference in them. Lyrically, Kendrick Lamar, he can spit out some lyrics that you know like, wow, you know. J. Cole can't gonna make you say wow. Not on this album. He might can do it on the album of Podium. He can make you say wow. But on this album, he ain't going to make you say wow. He didn't make you say wow anytime on this album? Like, I, I said wow a couple times, actually. I'm be honest with you. He made me say wow. It just kind of made me say, oh, yeah, he can oh, rap. Yeah. The only thing that made me like really caught my attention is if he said like some old line that some other rapper has said that's kind of famous. Mm-hmm. Like a nod to, but past that, like there was nothing... Groundbreaking about it. It's a True. good album, That's but is it just a beyond awesome album? No, it's a good album. I mean, it's yeah. one of probably one of the best rap albums that are out right now. But that's just because you they're not making a, they're not actually making a rap album. They're just making a playlist. This is an actual album. This is more like a concept album. Yes, and that's why I can hold that. But as far as groundbreaking something just incredible, his bars. Have been way up higher, higher on this pop more pop albums than with this. Yeah, this is kind of diluted, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a diluted. Yeah, that's a diluted. It yeah. ain't it ain't gangster. It ain't it's hip hop, but it ain't gangster and it ain't pop. Yeah, it's really it's really introspective, is what it is. Which is fine. Everything I say it's a concept album. He's sticking to his basic his basic roots. Like I said, he ain't getting in the fast lane. He's staying in his lane. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make me, like, does this make you guys excited for the next J. Cole album? Yeah. Or do you kind of feel like, I'm going to sit back, and I'm just going to let it let it come to me. I'm not excited. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to sit back. Mary Poppins, you going to sit uh, back, or are you excited? I'm just going to sit back and see what happens, you know, see what the wall going to look like. <laughs> I, I, I'm I agree. I, I'm, I'm going to sit back. I, I just, 
I like this. Don't get me wrong. But I think if this would have been a mixtape and then there's an album with some more poppy, some more stuff going on, then I will really jump on it. This was this seems like a setup to get me ready for the actual album. This doesn't seem like it should be his top tier, I'm selling to the markets album. This is definitely, it's, I'll put this with a mixtape. Not this, because this, of quality or nothing else, it's just the this, subject matter. This album is like, just keep the checks rolling. It's not spectacular, but just keep the check rolling. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I can agree with that too. But also, why this album has like a bigger goal. Like for this album's goal is not asking to like make a lot of money. I, I feel like it was. It definitely could do that. He's had songs like apparently, you know, they could like totally do again. Um, I feel like the goal of this album is actually to talk to people. I feel like this album has a message. I, I feel like that message is like for him was more important than actually like selling a huge ton of albums but I, I'm excited to see what he does next I'm really excited and I think I, I think the fans the critics of music people are like you know like really analyze music they'll love this album I think fans of like hardcore hip hop will love this album I think you can like some jazz or some new aura sounding songs but do they like really matter? yeah cause those, those people will go to see concerts the critics the people who are hardcore they'll go to the concerts they'll pay for that festival or for that weird concert to get this like weird bar like they'll totally pay for that I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's, I and mean, the more I think about it, like I like the album, but there's nothing on here that I can honestly say that I would just crank up, you know, loud and just mm. ride and play. I'm pretty sure I might listen to this a couple more times, but I'm gonna forget this album. This is not a yeah, like stay along. This is something I'm not gonna put on my shelf. Like mm-hmm. it's a keep the check rolling album. Mm-hmm. I put it like this. His next album will really tell you where he's at to me because he, like you say, he just had a kid, and this is kind of a, like I say, a midway album. And next album, he should kind of gonna grow a little bit. He should give you a little more like this first album. If that was me, if I was him, I would go back to the style of the first album, give you some. Give you some jams on it. Give you something that's gonna bump or make you at least think about J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Cause this album here is like I say, you listen to it, but next week you'll be on to something else. True. Yeah, I don't even think he has a chorus on here. Does he have any chorus on any of the songs? Like- yeah, he has. A, I think he has like a chorus or two, but it's 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 not epic. It's not like big. Yeah, and, and you you want something to catch you. I just it's gonna be hard for you to remember this album. Like I'm I'm having problems now trying to remember some of these songs because none of it just really sticks out. Yeah, but it's that it's not but it's not bad. And no, what I, I, I said is keep the check rolling now. So since yeah. we said all this and we're kind of rotating, um, let's do our final reviews. Of this our ratings one out of ten. Uh, DJ Hardy, what you gonna give this one out of ten and why? Ten being the highest. I give I give it five because like I said, there's nothing totally interesting about it. Like I said, you listen to it a week, maybe a week and a half, but after that you're going to something else that's more popular, more memorable, that make you make you hum another song or sing another song. He have he he don't have that kind of. This is not that kind of album like. You go around humming the song or saying they're singing it with him. No, this is more of a relaxed album. 
That's the reason I give it like a five. Cool. What about you, Mary? I give it a strong six to a light seven. Um, I can hear some um, some tracks that I like. I like Deja Vu, you know, but that sounds like a Bryson Tiller song. Is it not a Bryson Tiller song? Actually, it, uh, I don't know if it's that song, but um, maybe it was. I think it actually is... Um, Deja Vu. Uh, basically, the person who made that beat for that song, uh, he sent that to a producer for uh, Bryson Tiller, and that dude reverse engineered that beat. And oh. Yeah, and then uh, Bryson Tiller released that song. I forgot what song was called, but basically the same beat, and the person who did reverse engineer it tried to, like, you know, give them some credit for it. So, yeah, that's why it sounds so similar. Yeah, I like that song, but uh, I don't know if it's his or not. So, it's his. Uh, it, yeah, but I, I recognize Exchange, you know, and I, I like that song, you know. Yeah. You know, I like uh, Neighbors. I like the, the fact that that really happened. I like his storytelling ability, yeah. and I think he should expand on that, you know, even though he's not Nas, but... Uh, uh, I can I can kind of dig change. She has Ari Lennox on there. You know, she's a underground type of um, singer that's coming out right now, and I can appreciate that. But I definitely think it, that he can he can do more. Um, I guess um, collaboration, you know, and kind of expand on uh, some of his old sounds and. Uh, not so much uh, of the, I guess, um, jazz aspects of uh, of the album. Because I don't think uh, a younger fan base is going to be into this. True. Okay. Um, in my review, I'm going to give it probably good 4.5. Uh, I give it that low just because I wanted to do better. It is a good album, but the problem about the album is that it's not memorable. There's nothing on here that's memorable, and that 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 becomes a real problem when you make an album. You do want it to be concisive. You want it to um have good things going on, but you definitely want some memorability about it. I think he was good for the structure of the album and everything else, but. I don't see an actual single. Like Crooked Smile. It was, when you think that first Jason Cole album, you think of Crooked Smile. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing, nothing that rings in my head. Yeah. But nothing about this rings in my head. And that's a real problem that makes it not marketable. And that makes it to where people don't realize what you have going on. And I don't think he's a big enough star to just live off the J. Cole name. He's kind of like a person that's up in the air. People know who he is, but then people don't know who he is because he never gets his single to sell Quite a bit hard, hard, hard. You know, he's not expanding his fan base. Like I say, mm-hmm. you got to get more like you got to get a people something. Like I say, on the album, for them to think of you in the first place. Mm-hmm. They even want to put your track on. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and you know how Kendrick's doing this is that like how to pimp a butterfly. There were like a couple of singles on there that were really good, but he's getting on all these features, these pop features, and his right. name is excelling yeah, throughout that. So when you do drop an album, you can do what you want to. And I don't think J Cole is doing that. He's, he's just kind of he's not in that lane yet. He's more or less, you know, just kind of hiding away, and then he just drops through. And that's not good. We need more than that to make the album accessible, such as for the low score. But I would hand this to somebody. I wouldn't just downplay it. This is definitely something I would let somebody try to listen to, but I wouldn't prop it up. I wouldn't bet my life on this. Definitely not. Any other comments we have to say today for the On White well, I haven't made my review. Didn't you get gas? No. You did? <laughs> no, you skipped Oh, okay. Me. Well, just let it go then. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I would give this album an eight. Um, I feel like You're Right it doesn't have any memorable songs. That's a high number. I have to admit, it doesn't have any hit songs, but I think this album is very personal and subscriptive. And it's really easy to connect with this album and therefore relate to a song. Um, I think... In that way, this album can become memorable. I think from the, from the uh, bell, for who the bell tolls could be memorable. I think Seize Mine, either first can be memorable. I think a lot of these songs can be impactful if you have a similar experience. It can really relate to you and will stick with you. Um, so I think it's, for that one reason, it's great. And then you have all the amazing instrumentation with the horns and the jazzy feel. I think it's a lot of fun you to listen to. Now, if you like analyze the lyrics, it's just fun to listen to. Um, I, I gotta say, I appreciate someone being so vulnerable and doing this story. Uh, and actually making that story a real narrative, not just saying it's a story. Uh, so yeah, I, overall, I was like really impressed. I, I had a good time. I had a lot of emotions for, with this album. So I'm giving it an 8. Yeah. He's great. He's a good, great storyteller. Is is most of, like I said, he's a great storyteller. But if he wants to expand his base, he's got to expand his music. Is his beats and stuff. That's what will make him expand because his beats is nothing like that sticks in your head. Yeah, and you know, and to be fun, like in, in like you at high school, I didn't like make this one comment because like somebody one that happened in um, Chains made a very funny diss tweet. And they said, you listen to the new J. Cole album, did they put you to sleep? Well, come rest the Hampton Inns, which is a great diss, and I, I, I love it, but. I, I do understand the production on this album can feel kind of sparse at times. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you want to take us out, Buddha? Well, then that wraps up our podcast. On Wax Out.